0: (laughs) Oh yeah, you did. Uh, Hello everyone, this is Ryan from the It Just Works podcast, and today we're going to be talking about Mortal Kombat, and today I'm joined with Alex, yet again we're going to be going over the game, uh, our favorite games from the franchise, and just uh, basically a review for Mortal Kombat 11. But we're going to start off with a brief introduction into the franchise for us. So I started with Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 on the Nintendo 64 Uh, I played the hell out of it when I was a kid. I used to go to Albertsons and rent it, and it was like in a plastic covered case, and it was really hard to get the cartridge out. But my parents would never buy the game for us, but they would let us rent it. I never really understood that. And that's pretty much where I started. Alex, what about you? Where did you
1: start with the... What was your first Mortal Kombat game? Uh, I played Armageddon back in the day, and then I think we rented it from Blockbuster or something like we used to do. But uh, I really got into Mortal Kombat on MK9. Like, actually going back to the other games and looking at the lore and everything. Right. Yeah, man. Playing through... So, like, Deadly Alliance,
0: Shang Tsung, and Quan Chi kill Liu Kang in the beginning. Like, it's literally the intro to the game. And it, like, already sets the stage for, like, what the hell is... Like, what where the fuck is this going? This dude just, like, saved Earthrealm. So, I had, like, this crazy conquest mode. And then Deception, they really, like stepped on that in every way possible. Like you go to every single realm in deception. Like you can talk to any character from the Mortal Kombat universe. It was a massive open game. I would even say on scale to like Morrowind. It was that big. So, those games were really fucking sick. Um I'd say like uh the best Mortal Kombat game in my mind would be Armageddon. It just it just brought back every character. The story mode was cool between the brothers. Um, one brother was evil and then you played as Dagon, the good guy. Uh, I still liked what they did with it, but the fact that they brought back, like, every single character they've ever made and put him on the roster, like, you can even play as Onaga, the Dragon King, which was super badass, because in Deception you couldn't, I don't think, or maybe you can unlock him and I just sucked and never did, but they allowed you for the first time ever to make your own characters and you can do, like, custom characters, you can... Like, I had a black ninja, or I'm sorry, a ninja in black armor, and <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I had to clarify that, but, you know, I'm trying to give people an image of the character I made, because he was, like, he looked like all of the ninjas combined with their armor sets, or their armor pieces, and then he would have their move sets, too, and it was like, dude, it was the most badass shit. Ah, oh, I miss it. And, like, he, my character always wore, a, like, Sub-Zero's helmet from... Deadly Alliance and Deception. And uh, I just thought it was so badass. But uh, do you have a favorite game that's not Armageddon? Or would you say Armageddon's kind of like your favorite as well?
1: There's a lot of good um, Yeah, from when I played it. I would say it's the best. Cause, you know, have all the characters there. But I actually really like MK11 because of all the customizable things. Uh, with all the armory and armor that you can change out. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's true. I mean, uh, you know, besides Armageddon having, like, cart uh, combat, where it's literally Mario Kart, but with Mortal Kombat characters. <laughs> 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 Just, like, a completely different game inside another game. It was totally worthy of being its own game for, like, fucking 15 bucks. But then they had the Mortal Kombat chess, I believe, also in Armageddon. Just, I don't know, dude. That was, like, the complete package, but I would agree with you that... The customization that they've done with MK11 with every single character is actually super badass. And I remember being at the reveal event last January and just like freaking out that, like, this is the direction they're taking the franchise. So I guess that's what we'll uh, go into the next part, which is the campaign for Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, what is your general thoughts on it? Uh.
1: Yeah, it's a Mortal Kombat story, so <laughs> <laughs> it's convoluted. There's, there's problems, but uh, I guess their main focus is on the fighting game, not the story. <laughs> right? They're like, let's give them a good fighting game,
0: but also throw in a story because why not? I mean, as much as we might talk shit, they are the only ones that do like a true, like badass, like campaign with their characters. Uh, Soul Calibur Six really tried that more than the previous entries with their latest game, but I still feel like it's kind of a little too... Uh, um, like an adventure game where it's like reading and or text reading, like a classic adventure game, mm-hmm. which is cool if you're a D&D fan because it's. I literally felt like I was playing like a, a campaign on its own with my uh, original made character, but I would say Mortal Kombat 11, even though the campaign is a little... A little wonky. It's still pretty cool to see like Sub Zero and Scorpion work together and see where they've gone from Mortal Kombat 10. And uh, you know, with all the characters, well, the redesigns too for the characters made it feel more like a movie. Like Liu Kang and Raiden and Kong Lao, like they all look super badass. And you know, in the campaign at the end, uh, spoilers I guess if someone hasn't played it yet. Uh, you know, when Liu King becomes the Fire God. I just thought that was so fucking badass. It's not that they haven't done anything like that before, but to see, like, Liu Kang get that kind of recognition and they kind of they they kind of retconned Mortal Kombat 9, where Raiden basically gets everybody killed. Um, it was really cool to see that, because I, I felt, like, when I played Mortal Kombat 9, that that was ridiculous. You know, like, Sindel kills everybody. Like, are you fucking right. kidding me? Although, Nightwolf's sacrifice was super badass. It's just... It seemed a little ridiculous and maybe over the top. Not that the game isn't over the top, but in terms of the writing, I was like, eh, I don't know. So I'd say the campaign's pretty cool. Um, I like the way they ended it, but we'll talk about how they continued it after.
1: Yeah. Uh, another thing to add is, did you like Kronika as the main boss? I, I felt like, I don't know, there's something off. Like it wasn't like a Shao Kahn boss um it seemed
0: uh she seemed really fucking stupid to me because at any yeah. point she could have stopped time and killed the king for good that she could have erased him he's the one that takes her out so if you erase him from time then there's no one to challenge you uh for your Titanhood, right i mean it could have been that simple
1: yeah so she can restart the timeline so she knows when like all the heroes are born so why didn't she just have Uh, Gears go over there and just squish.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like uh, you know, Don Cheadle War Machine's shitty joke in Avengers. Like, man, we couldn't just go to Thanos when he was a baby and kind of like, you know, strangle him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's almost the same thing with this storyline. Uh, you know, chronica could have just killed everybody. I I don't. I don't really get it. I don't know. I try not to think about it because. You know, just like in our Star Wars episode last week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the purpose of the game and to develop some kind of story, you can't have, I guess, the simplistic uh, ideas. I don't know. She she was cool. I just feel like when you make a character like her, I mean, she's a Titan. You know, Titans, mm-hmm. I guess, are better than gods. Um, when you have a character like her, it's really hard to write her in a story, I guess, because... She does wield the power to reset time, to stop time, to basically go anywhere she wants in any timeline. And it's like, all right, well, Scorpion spits out fire and has a spear. Uh, Sub-Zero throws out ice. So what the fuck are they going to (laughs) do to some lady who can stop them in their tracks? And I mean, that part was kind of disappointing to me. But the way they wrote the story and, like, it actually played out, because it's easy to talk about it in, like, segments, but when you actually play through the story, like, you kind of believe it a little bit. Like, you can kind of get into it, but it's when it wraps up, you're like, man, I totally feel like she could have stopped all this. (laughs) So, uh, I'd say she's a cool villain, sort of.
1: Yeah, and, like, you know with the Jensei on Earth? Yeah. um, Why doesn't she go, like, when it was like farmed first and just have the bottles stored in her like, palace well, that's the her thing too palace. is like Shinok was bound to
0: um outworld or yeah no the nether realm mm-hmm. he couldn't enter it without his amulet which has power from the jensei but uh chronica's a titan she can do whatever the fuck she wants she's not bound to any realm so mm-hmm. i would kind of agree with you too it's like uh you know you could just go to the jensei and do what you gotta do right Just bathe yourselves in the waters of the Jinsei. I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) So I was going to save it for later, but I kind of just already talking about it. So let's talk about Aftermath, which is the DLC expansion, which follows up with the ending of the campaign we're talking about. So it kind of continues it for another two to four hours, depending on how you play the game. It's more but It's more towards four hours. Uh, What were your thoughts on Aftermath, Alex?
1: Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I think RoboCop should have been in there too. <laughs> but uh, couldn't wait uh, to talk uh, about RoboCop, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Them bringing back uh, Sindel it was pretty cool. Uh, you know, the coffin meme, Shang Soon and uh, Nightwolf just carrying him. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. I thought it was a really cool story like an add-on to the story but like i definitely don't feel like it's worth my money yeah (laughs) like and it sucks to say that because i think i mean i wish every game did uh dlc expansions towards their campaigns like almost almost every game i play i wish there was more to it um so i definitely applaud them for doing it because they're a fucking fighting game at the end of the day they really don't need to be doing that uh My issue is the ending and what leads up to it. And we talked about this, I think, either last week or a couple weeks ago now. But the fact that Shang Tsung so clearly is going to turn his back on everybody at the end and still does it is like, it's so fucking stupid. It's like what we just talked about with Kronika, where she could just, you know, strangle everybody when they're babies. It's like, no, you know, fucking Shang Tsung is going to find a way to betray you guys. Like, that's fucking stupid. And, like, everyone talks about it, though. That's the thing, is they talk about it, like, oh, you know, he's going to do it. Oh, no, I believe him. Oh, he betrayed us. It's like... <laughs> I yeah, know.
1: I think um, Liu Kang at the beginning, because he talks to Fujin, and he's like, he must, he must win. Kind of like Raiden uh, with the amulet and MK9, you know, saying he must win. So I think Fujin kind of, like, made uh, Shang Tsung win, and you knew about it? Because that's like right off the get-go.
0: It is, but what happens and what Liu Kang does is basically what Raiden did in MK9 is letting everybody die. And it's like, you basically just did what you retconned in the original campaign mm-hmm. for this game. And as I'm talking about this right now, I'm getting kind of irritated. Good. <laughs> 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 Because it's like, why the fuck would you do that? And, like, the ending sucks. Like, I obviously chose Liu Kang. I always like the good guys. Fuck the bad guys. So I chose Liu Kang. And I was like, oh, dude, I can't wait to see this ending. Because, obviously, whatever happens here is where they're going to start with MK12. And, like, Kong Lao doesn't even know who the fuck Liu Kang is. And it's like, what was the point of this? And then... I obviously didn't play it because I chose Lu King, but I don't remember what Shang Tsung's ending is if you choose him.
1: Oh, he uh, like tasks Raiden and Fujin to take all over the, take all the realms over, yep. and he's just he's like super big, sitting in a chair doing his evil laugh. <laughs> he's like yep, fifty that. times the size of them.
0: Yeah. So he becomes a titan, and yep. that's what he chooses to do with it is become massive. So that's cool. Uh so for Aftermath though you didn't play it, right? Like you just watched the game movie and all the Yeah, I just hard. watched the game movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I didn't. If they would have had a cooler character, I would have spent 40 bucks on it. Uh but...
0: So would you say that it wasn't worth 40 bucks at all? Like you didn't think any of it added up to that in terms of monetary value?
1: Mm, I think it should have been like 25.
0: Ouch. Well, the only reason why I asked that is because every character individually is 5 bucks each. So if you got three mm-hmm. characters, it's 15 bucks. Campaigns are normally, as expansions, at least 20 bucks. So we're almost there. And then if you count the pre-ordered DLC pack, which I hate to give them credit for, but the skins were fucking flawless. You know, I don't know. I don't think I got my $40 worth. I'm not defending them, especially as, you know, both of us bought the what was it, $100 editions at launch? You know, it was the premium edition that comes with the combat packs and then obviously the game itself. So I have to spend $140 on this fucking game. And it already has microtransactions to buy skins and shit that are unlocked in the game as well. So it's like, it's kind of shitty because they made so much money on this game. Like it did really well across the board. So I, I would say 25 or 30 bucks would have been... I think a little bit more fair. And then maybe if they could read that your account, you know, you purchased the premium edition of the game, it should have been 20 bucks for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the only character worth it. Uh, Fujin. Yeah. Fujin and RoboCop is kind of cool, but I think they should have brought back Ermac or reptile. Yeah. I think it would have um, been
0: cool if Shiva was like a free title update character or something.
1: Oh, yeah, and why did Shao Kahn kill um, Kotal Kahn, like, and throw his head off the boat? Like, wouldn't you want to kill Liu Kang or Katana, the actual Kahn, right now? <laughs> yeah, I
0: thought that was fucking stupid.
1: I mean, Shao Kahn's just beating up a cripple.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't really understand that. Because he even, he even breaks Liu Kang's legs, too. Yeah. How the fuck does he get healed? Oh, no, he does he die? Liu Kang? Yeah, like the, the Liu Kang in that timeline, not the fire god Liu Kang. No, they just break um, his legs and that's
1: it, right? Yeah, and then, like, the boat stops for yeah. the army amassed on the beach and, like, Shao Kahn throws Kotal's head down. Like, what do you <laughs> do?
0: Yeah, like, that's supposed to mean something to us? The
1: Chiba chokes him out when he's in the soul chamber. And Jade's like, his... If you disrupt him now, his injuries might be permanent. <laughs> well, now and she's just, just, like, sh- chokes him out. Right. Damn.
0: There is some flaws in that fucking add-on. Thanks, Alex. You're welcome. Yeah, fuck That's man. what I'm here for. So, the campaign overall with the DLC expansion is definitely worth checking out on sale. The original campaign's way better than the four-hour add-on. Just keep that in mind that's pretty much our thoughts on the campaign. Is there anything else you wanted to add to what you saw that you hate? No? Okay. Nope. So we'll move on to the features of Mortal Kombat 11. That's like the living towers, the crypts, uh, you know, the multiplayer, the ranked leagues, all that fun stuff. Is there any of it you really hated or anything that like stood out to you?
1: Mm, I hate the one tower um, that you have to go through all the waves to get like the fire god, Liu Kang oh, the uh, skin, the gauntlet yeah that's so annoying
0: <laughs> yeah no that that was such an annoying uh fucking tower, Jesus sorry, I think I only got to 10 or 12 uh, yeah I think I, I'm
1: at 15
0: but then I got the fire god, Liu Kang skin from something else and I was like alright I don't need it now um, what about the crypt?
1: Did you like the crypt at all, or is it kind of just eh um I think it should have been like a random generator like if you don't have a skin and you already went through the crypt like you know you always get a skin until you're completely done uh that's why i I don't like the crypt because I open so many chests and there's just tower consumables.
0: yeah what's crazy is you know since you didn't really play like deadly alliance and deception but back in the day you were able to actually navigate to exactly what you wanted there was coordinates for everything and there's coordinates in the crypt now Um, they haven't changed it entirely but with deception i can go to a certain coordinate and get scorpion's alternate costume like just be done with it right there dude if i have the currency or whatever i need i get it right there and then and i'm on my way and I, i would agree with you i think that they didn't necessarily handle it too well i think they focused way too much on tower consumables but i guess the argument you can make there with the tower consumables is when you're playing through the living towers you know playing them with those mutators like really changes the game like it's fucking fun i have a lot of fun with it especially if you don't want to take it serious like i just put on three like area traps and i just watch the motherfuckers get hit by everything i don't even have to press a button Uh, actually i don't have to perform a combo I can just sit there, watch them die by Reptile's ball, rain's bubble, and then like a fucking Cyrack or I'm sorry, Sector Rocket. Like I don't know, I think they're cool. I just wish like you said, like every chest we opened gave us some type of skin until we just completely ran out and then it's like, okay cool, well we're just gonna give you tower consumables since, you know, that does technically add a level of depth to the towers.
1: Yeah, and like, uh, like the collector down in the crypt. You know, you can exchange some um, rare items from the chests. Like, yeah, give us more of those, and have the collector not uh, exchange consumables. Because until you're done with all the skins.
0: Yeah. Well, what if, um, what if they did it like from the get-go? Those chronica chests you know where like you can kind of go to the certain coordinates open it up and you would get that exact skin because they, they took a while to do those i think at least like one or two ranked leagues before they introduced that into the game
1: yeah but that's just the combat league items oh it's um, not the regular like loot table? no oh no um well well like On the Chronica Spheres, like the ones you can find in the Crypt. Yeah. Yes, but then they have the special event ones, which are gold Chronica Orbs. And they have the Combat League items in them. But, yeah. But those are free, if you can find them.
0: I guess I should pay attention to those. (laughs) Because, like, the Scorpion Combat League gear is pretty dope. Oh, I guess I should pay attention to it. Um... (laughs) What did you think of, like, the lore that they added with the uh, the island? You know, like, you can see Goro's skeleton on his chair. Um, you know, meat, like you said the other day, is, like, chasing you as a specter. Mm-hmm. Um, even reptiles in it. You can kill him, I think.
1: I don't remember. Mm, he kind of, like, disappears in, like, ninja smoke. But he gives you a scorpion skin on the first one. Oh, uh, okay. If you find him.
0: If you find him. And then there's like characters fighting on the the bridges, you know, the classic map. I don't know. I, I like that there's a lot to look at, but I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't really like do anything unless you're like, oh my god, I must know everything that happens here.
1: Yeah. Well, I unlocked all the area, but it's just like, all right, I've unlocked every chest, and then I go up to the Chronica symbol and re-up everything, and it's just like. Here we go again. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, What did you think of the multiplayer? Like, did you do any ranked matches,
1: or did you do any of the leagues? No, I actually suck at fighting games, so I did casual matches. You know, I'm in the winning percentage on them. Uh, I've got a lot of (laughs) losses, but it's fun. I don't like watching the pros play. I because it's just like them blocking the whole time it's really boring
0: <laughs> yeah no i definitely played some rings matches and you know thankfully i i won when the game came out because obviously everyone's still learning the game and generally with these mortal Kombat games as the last two entries they the combos aren't that difficult or they are usually the same button combinations with the characters so i was able to jump in with scorpion and pretty much fuck people up but I agree with you. Like, I would watch, like, the combat leagues, you know, on live streams. And the way the pros play, like, kind <clears> of <throat> kind of kills it for me. Like, I get it. You got to block attacks, right? But the way they do it on a constant basis is like, all right, dude, this is fucking stupid.
1: Yeah. It's really boring to watch. Yeah.
0: Until someone opens it up, though, and gets that badass combo, and it's like, oh, shit. I don't know. I have a soft spot for it, because I think it's pretty badass to see, like, fighting games commentated, you know, on Mortal Kombat's Mm -hmm. level. But I guess that's pretty much it. I I mean, the customization, we'll talk about that. How did you like the customization with the characters? Did you think they did it right, you know, with three pieces? You know, your outfit, helmet, weapon utility weapon or you know whatever it could be armor would you change the way they did it or do you think they kind of just nailed it like this is how it should be from now on
1: uh yeah i like it um i would just wish on like the skins like if you unlock more you could uh change certain body armors between all of them uh like i like playing shao Kahn, so like you know either you got a breastplate on or um a skirt on but like just switch it all around be able to do that or converge two skins the way you want it uh, more customization uh, and but I, I like the three custom mobiles I can't even say it
0: <laughs> you can't talk you like the three customizable items that they did in the way yeah they it. yeah yeah I'd say it's pretty cool I actually have nothing to complain about. I think they nailed it. I think it's perfect. The only thing I would add in the next game is just making our own character again Mm -hmm. with our own ability, or, you know, with the abilities of the other characters. Got a horse race going on up there. (laughs) What, between (laughs) the cats? (laughs) Yep. Um, I would say that, you know, it'd be cool if they add, um, create a character again. I miss it. I, I think they did such a good job with it in Armageddon. Mortal Kombat 11 would have been a great time to bring that back. But I would say, for now, what we got is damn near flawless. Uh, it's obviously unexpected. You don't really expect them to do that kind of thing. You know, MK10, they just did You know, outfits, just like all the other games, they did their costumes. But it was really cool to see what they did with this one, because you can mix and match outfits and helmets with some characters, even weapons. So I, I'm hoping that... They keep it more of the same, but also find a way to expand on it in the next one. Um, let's move on to characters. What? Who are your favorite characters, and who are your least favorite characters? Oh, give, give me three favorites and then three that you fucking hate.
1: Uh, I'd say Noob Saibot, of course. Yeah. Uh, Shao Kahn, and um, my third one. I don't want to say it. But Scorpion. Ooh. So that just gives you more power. <laughs> and my three least favorite? Like, you could take them out of the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, Devorah. Because um, yep. she's gross. Ugh. She's gross. Um, Frost. And... I don't want to take Sonya Blade out, but I want to take out the voice actor... Ronda Rousey. (laughs) (laughs) Like they had a whole professional list of voice actors. Then they're like, Ronda Rousey, let's put her in here. (laughs) Yeah, Like I get that. They wanted to,
0: you know, really celebrate her career and her love for the franchise because she she has been very open, openly a gamer, you know, even when she was in the UFC. So I get that, you know, it's super fucking cool, but I feel like they could have just made her a premium skin, you know, like a premium Mm -hmm. bonus. Um, you know, alongside Shao Kahn, just make her a pre-order bonus skin where she is fully voiced. Nothing wrong with that, but I still would have loved a more seasoned voice actor for that, uh, role. Uh, my three favorites, uh, very, very boring here, <laughs> but it's, a uh, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and, uh, to be different, Aaron Black. I really, really love Aaron Black. He was such a badass character in Mortal Kombat Ten. Uh, his armor sets, his uh, weapons, and his move sets in this game really just stepped up from what they were in MK Ten. Uh, my least favorites are almost exactly on par with yours. I think Devora is a fucking stupid character, and I hate that she exists. I want her out of the games. Frost, I don't. I hate what they've done with her. In, De- uh, in Deception, she was a really badass character. Like she wasn't. From what I remember, and maybe I'm wrong, but she wasn't a bitch. <laughs> like, she was totally cool. All about the Lin Kuei. Uh, I don't know what happened there with that. They decided to do a complete 180 on her character from what I know. Um, I don't like what they did with her at all. I hate that she's a robot. Like, she was such like a badass, hot-looking, frozen ninja chick. And I'm like, damn, dude. It was just something different in Deception, though. Like, I didn't expect that. Uh, third... Uh Garrus. Yeah.
1: You really don't like him?
0: Nah. I fucking hate him. Every time I get to play somebody that plays as him and I get to do a fatality, it makes me very happy. <laughs> but you know what? I'm sorry. I'll take that back, though, because there's somebody who I think is more annoying and stupid than him, and it's the Collector.
1: Oh, yeah. Just forget about him. He's the Tax Collector.
0: Yeah, I fucking hate that character. They could have brought back Ermac. They could have brought back Rain, Smoke, anybody besides Garris, sector sector cyrax uh the list can literally keep going uh, i don't know what they were thinking with that but uh yeah so those are our favorite and least favorite characters uh what's your favorite fatality
1: i don't know uh, i'd say shao Kahn, uh big daddy shao Kahn, freaking smacking people with his hammer and blowing their head out their ass <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah no it is pretty cool they definitely did him justice with this game uh his armor sets are just fucking flawless I, I really do love what they did with him um you know his fatal blows insane you feel like such a weight to it like you literally feel like your character should not get back up they should just be dead uh my favorite fatalities I'm still gonna go with sheng song where you know he brings out the lava pits and your character's chained up and the skeletons or the fire demons are literally ripping your intestines out before your skeleton. I just think, like, artistically that uh, Fatality just looks so so badass, dude. You know, when it goes into, like, the pause screen.
1: Uh, Favorite Fatal Blow? Oh. I'd say Shang Tsung. Because, like, him turning into all the ninjas, that's pretty badass. Like, uh, you got the scorpion, get over here! Yeah, dude, they did such a good job with that. His whole moveset's
0: amazing too. I think this whole game was about him.
1: <laughs> what Scorpion? No, Shanksu.
0: Oh, oh. Uh secretly, yeah, right? You know, Crypto yeah. is on his island and shit. Uh, they all
1: DLC after
0: him. Basically. It's pretty much about him. Uh um God, that's tough. Oh, oh, I know it. Aaron Black. He takes his rifle and shoves it like into your torso and shoots your head off, and it's just so badass. Uh, he's definitely got my favorite fatality for this game. Um, Scorpion's fatality as well, just like an honorable mention, where he shoots or he, he impales you with a spear and then goes into the Nether Realm and just rips you apart. I just think it looks really badass. Uh, what's your favorite uh, brutality? <sighs> Is it, uh, is it just the uppercut? Do you not? I know you don't perform them that much. That's why I figured I'd
1: ask no, them. I would ask. No, I perform the ones on uh, Noob cybot, but I can't remember it. I think he like splits somebody. No, that's his fatal or his fatality. Uh, God, I can't remember them. It's okay. Uh, I told you I'm not good at the game.
0: Well, a couple of brutalities that I love, or are, are uh, one of them is Sub Zero's where if you hold up on the D-pad when you're grabbing somebody, he throws them into the ice wall in the ceiling, but it impales them and just leaves them stuck there, and they're literally just bleeding out on the floor. Uh, I think that one's badass, and I think my favorite one is Scorpions, when he does the command grab with his spear, and he wraps the spear around your head, or I'm sorry, your neck, and he rips your head and arm off. It's just, it's so fucking badass, but Scorpions kind of like Goku, where no matter what, they got to make him badass, and... You can't hate him. Um, So we'll move on to DLC. We're going to start off by the DLC we have now, which is Shang Tsung, uh, Fujin, Shiva, Robocop, uh, Terminator, Spawn, uh, Sindel, Nightwolf. I think I got everybody. I think I actually got everybody on that. Shang Tsung, Nightwolf, Sindel robocop spawn terminator, terminator. Shiva, shiva uh, shang Tsung's a pre-order dlc character no that, that it, we got everybody okay yeah i don't think we're missing anybody so what do you think of the characters we have so far and their crossovers i like spawn his fate or his fatal blow is freaking awesome yeah spawn's super badass with keith david uh Giving uh, his voice to that character. just It fucking suits him so well. But I also can't help but think I'm playing as the Arbiter from Halo as I'm fucking playing a spawn. Um, or th- so easy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that would have been so cool if they made him say that. Um, what about the Terminator and Robocop? Uh,
1: Robocop's pretty cool. I just wish uh, Arnold voiced the Terminator. Yeah, I think it's kind of I mean, I get why they gave
0: him his likeness, because he that's, like, the most iconic version of Terminator. But I think it's so fucking stupid that they couldn't find a way to, like, just put him in the game. Um. Yeah, it kills it. It kills it for me, to be honest with you. When I'm either fighting the character or, like, the couple times I played as him to test out, you know, his ability or his moveset. Like, the voice just kills it. I can't, I can't do it.
1: I-, I think it's funny, too, like... On some of the fatal blows and fatalities. Like it just rips the skin off so he'd like still be fully functioning. (laughs) Oh I know, yeah.
0: They didn't I don't think they really thought that through. But yeah, it's just the um
1: the I'm drawing a blank on the word. Uh skin underneath. They just swapped it just like the blood on Devora and everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh
0: is there any DLC characters you still want to see in the game? Crossover or original? Um well crossover, Ash Williams. Okay, so you from got from the Evil Dead series. So you named one, give me three more. We'll just do a complete Alex's combat pack. What would you want to see if you had four characters? So you got okay. Ash, Ash,
1: from Evil Dead, Reptile, Ermac, and uh You only do, usually do the top three. Let's see, I would like to see Onaga.
0: My heart. I fucking miss that character, dude. I think it'd be so badass if they brought him back. Uh, nah, dude, that's a badass list. I mean, Ermac, I fucking hate the character, but I know so many people out there love him. His moveset is super badass. It's fun to play as. Obviously, he's the Red Ninja. Um, so when he gets his classic, uh, costume. It's, it's really badass. Uh, reptile is... Reptile? I don't even need to say anything about it. I, I love that character so much. I didn't really like what they did with him in MK 9 I thought he looked pretty stupid. He's like all wrapped up and looks too much like a man. Um, I don't know if you saw any footage, but in Deadly Alliance and Deception like he's a full-on like, fucking lizard. And Yeah, um, I've, I've seen that. I think it's the coolest shit, dude. <laughs> um, so I would say... I don't really want to, like, copy you... But Reptile is definitely in there for me. Uh, Smoke. Ninja Smoke. And then I would love to see Predator back again. I thought Predator was, like, the coolest fucking thing a fighting game has ever done. Besides Link in Soul Calibur 2 and a Spartan in Dead, Dead or Life 4. Like, they just they just killed it. Like, I'm super biased, by the way. That's my favorite sci-fi character. But I would bring back Predator. And then... I would do, I still want to say Onaga. I really do love that character. I think everything about him in Deception is super badass. Um, You know, the short time he was in Armageddon was really cool. I He just was a really menacing villain. Like, the characters really showcase their fear of him because he was a dragon king. So mm-hmm. it'd be cool to, like... Find uh, for them to find a way to implement him into the story, and just or just bring him back as a fighter. I guess doesn't matter. Not everything has to be story based. Um, uh, the other one we forgot to talk about was the Joker. Oh. I don't care. <laughs> All right, <laughs> he's too fast. I think they like for the. I mean, no matter what, Mortal Kombat is extremely unrealistic. I'm aware, yeah. of people listening, but. The fact that, like, the Joker is going toe-to-toe with these people, like, kind of irritates me to some extent. Like, Scorpion can literally turn into a ball of fire inside of him through his teleport and just blow the motherfucker up. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't like it, but I will say, like, they still did a pretty good job with it. You know, his moveset, uh, the voice actor, and just the design. My biggest issue is his costumes. And like his helmet, his outfits, like, I think they're fucking terrible. Um, I think they look just god awful. But uh, yeah, so he was the last DLC character that I, that we forgot. Mm -hmm. Um, So now I want to move on to what, what do you want to see from the franchise? Like, MK11's out. It's damn near perfect in terms of Mortal Kombat as a fighting game, as a complete package, but what would you expand on or really hope that they add with the next game?
1: Um, Make it like Armageddon. (laughs) You know, bring back every character. I know that's hard for them to do, but that would be probably the coolest thing. Like, just have MK11 uh, abilities and everything. Like, they could just import all the characters they have right now and just focus on... Every single one, bring, well, not every single one. You can leave a few of them out, but that's what I would like to see all at war again.
0: Yeah, I kind of feel like Mortal Kombat is such a successful franchise and with all these entries that we can maybe make like a Smash Bros. Ultimate uh, an Armageddon for Mortal Kombat because Smash Bros. Ultimate has everything. There is nothing missing, I think, besides maybe some levels. I don't think I'm wrong, though. I think everything's back. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Let's do a complete Mortal Kombat game. We bring everybody back. We have an Armageddon type of story where they're all fucking fighting each other. If I can get anything close to that badass intro cutscene for Armageddon, I'll be happy. But what they can do is update it over time. You know, they can add. People (sighs) are not going to like when I say this, but. They can make it a live service type of fighting game. So like we have everything that we're talking about, right? We get the Armageddon MK11-looking game. But they can add DLC stories and add characters into those stories over time. Um, I know that's not ideal, maybe uh, in terms of uh, money, for a developer and publisher. But I think we're at the point now where Mortal Kombat can just be an ongoing game and just continuously updating it. Maybe in like a couple of years, add a texture and graphical pack. Um, but I'm, re- I'm ready for it to be at that point. Like I don't need another Smash Brothers. If they can keep updating and adding characters like, and then Nintendo Switch Pro comes out or whatever the next generation is, just update it. Like, I don't know. I don't think we need to keep making some of these games. They're at a point where it's like, all right, I don't really know where you can go from here. They can add uh, more moves to the characters that already exist. Um I kinda miss the goofy side of Mortal Kombat too though. They brought yeah. that they brought that back with the latest update, you know, the expansion with the friendships, um, which mm-hmm. is free for anybody who has a game. It's really cool to see that again. They're stupid as all hell, but it was cool to see that. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind um They bring back Conquest, which is literally turning the game into an RPG experience. Um, where you play as a set character and go through the, his whole storyline, uh, I would love to see that again. Like you know, Shijinko was in Deception or er... Deadly Alliance. You play as no, it's Deception. You literally start as a young trainee, and then you you finish the game as a fucking old man fighting the elder gods with Scorpion. Because I'm pretty sure in that version, Scorpion becomes an elder god. I don't know. Something happens at the end where there's a fucking gray scorpion. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. It's been a long time, so I apologize. The game's super old. Uh, Yeah, I agree with you, man. Armageddon-style world combat. We are ready for it. It's been too long. You got people bitching on Twitter all the time for Molina to come back, and it's fucking annoying. Just bring back all the characters. It's definitely a lot of work, like you said. It's not going to happen overnight, but I think if they were smart, they would just move on to that. Another full-fledged... 60 or 70 dollar game of the next generation i don't know the prices yet i keep hearing they're going to change make one more and update it over time you know they're still making the injustice games too and um i don't i'm not the biggest dc fan but i will admit like nether realm has done a really good job to make people invested in those games the fighting's really fun that's where they introduced like this uh customization that we have now they really gave us like a taste of it in that game um, with what you can do with like Batman, you can make him look like Batman Beyond. You can make him look like the classic '66 Batman with Adam West. Um, so I would love to see what they do with Injustice Three. Uh, I I have a lot of hopes, but Nether Realm has been killing it since MK Nine, and I really want to see what's next. Um, that's pretty much it. I I I just have one more question for you. Uh, one through ten, what is your review score for mortal Kombat 11 we basically went through the game
1: let's say eight it's like the most uh it's probably the best fighting game i've had the most interest in um for a long time you know like a casual gamer of fighting games i'd say like eight out of ten because you got all the achievements too right Hmm. No, I think I got one tutorial and then the um, the AI battles and some more matches to do. But okay, I I'm, I'm scared
0: to do it. <laughs> the AI matches are probably going to be horrible now because of how long the game's been out. So good luck with that if you ever try it. Uh, I'd give the game an 8.5. Mm, definitely close to a 9. Uh, it's damn near flawless in my mind, especially when I didn't know what to expect. Like, I just... I thought MK10 was another like pinnacle for them. Like I, I thought they did a really good job. Um, I didn't care for the story a whole lot. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes, man. And that's pretty much uh, Mortal Kombat in a nutshell. Is there anything else you'd like to add to it? Or is that um,
1: pretty much where you where you stand with the franchise? Uh, well, if you haven't played it in a bit, um, they updated all the towers, so you actually get random skins for the character you're playing so you get um, more skins uh, more often on any tower you do
0: right based on the character you choose so they kind of give you those more options to go in there into the living towers and uh, actually unlock more where uh, before this last update it was set to certain rewards and Mm -hmm. you really couldn't go beyond that so that's kind of cool that they added that Uh, yeah that's it it's Mortal Kombat 11. Um, that's all I have to say about it. Uh, next, next week, we will be doing a retro review for Halo Combat Evolved. Um, still working on the review for that, so please keep an eye out for that. Uh, and that's it. So this is the It Just Works podcast. I'm Ryan, and Alex, thank you for joining. Uh, say goodbye to everybody, because we're, we're done here. We did good. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.
1: Alright, that's it. Good shit, man.